0: Today's Leading Women episode 380 with the wonderful Nina Fall. Women all over the world, get
1: ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the
0: limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. yes women of the world let's get started i am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today nina fall nina fall is the creator of dox's fine foods a producer of specialty natural seasoning blends she is also a vintage food columnist for vintage life magazine and holds an mba When it comes to her business, Nina has done the research, read the business books, and even tried the think-yourself-rich approach. Less than two years since launching, has grew their product offerings to more than five items, and their products are on the shelves as of over 40 retailers from California to Florida. At the bottom of all of this, Nina has found that in the course of growing a business, you learn a lot about yourself, your resolve, your resourcefulness, your resilience. She says your business is your journey, so don't miss it. Women of the world, Ms. Nina Fall. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I am delighted to have you on the show and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So Nina, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Dox's Fine Foods. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat, equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call it on. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay, sounds great. Yes, yeah, so let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind a niche? Yeah, absolutely. So
1: um, that is exactly me. I started a business, even though I have an MBA and, um, you know, I've read the books and I've done the research and all that, and I still didn't know what I was doing. And I still think that day to day, i I'm still learning what I'm doing. This is an entirely new industry for me. I came out of medical sales. So really being in food, wholesale and retail and things like that, completely foreign to me. Um, I actually, the idea for Doxies actually started to get roots in, in about 2008 when I was still working as a medical sales rep. And I would come home And I would cook dinner and my husband would be there and we would chat and he would sit there and watch me while I cook dinner. (laughs) And uh, I said, you know, this is silly. Why aren't you home before me sometimes? Why aren't you cooking dinner? So, you know, I was thinking about it and I ended up saying that, you know, just kind of offhand that I would write a cookbook for him. And um, it kind of just started all from there. I ended up writing a cookbook. And at my friend's urging, I self published that cookbook. And it was chock full of very old, um, classic vintage photos, instead of pictures of the food. Because again, this was for my husband, this wasn't necessarily going to be for, you know, global sale or anything. And next thing you know, I was offered a food column in Vintage Life magazine out of the UK, and they have grown and I've grown with them So I I write that monthly column and I have since about 2008, I believe. And um, as time went on, I just, I I was very disenchanted with my job. Um, I was disenchanted with my company. There was just, you know, those typical things where you're in the grind and you're just not happy anymore. And so my husband and I were in a good position and he was really tired of me being miserable. So he said, why don't you? leave your job, you know, figure it out, figure out what you want to do from here. So I took the opportunity to do so. I took time off. Um, tra we traveled a little bit, you know, it was obviously tighter because I wasn't bringing in a paycheck, but, um, we traveled and just out of the blue, we ended up having a little get together with some friends and, um, I had made a balsamic vinaigrette and just poured it over tomatoes. It was my mom's recipe. Actually, my mom's recipe was red wine vinegar, and I used balsamic instead. And next thing you know, my friends and neighbors started asking me to make my dressing, and they would just come pick it up because apparently I would give them the recipe, but there really wasn't a technical recipe. So, you know, um, I said, oh, sure, you know, I'll make it. But I thought, gosh, it's so boring to just hand it to them in a bowl. So that's what started me looking into how to bottle uh, a vinaigrette and that every step that I took from there, all that, just that little bit of research for my friends, it led to another um, piece of that puzzle in packaging. And I said, well, geez, I wonder if I can make a business out of this. And again, every step from that moment on, I just explored it and did the science and and worked with the... um, the science companies to, you know, test my product to make sure it was shelf stable. I, I mean, it, it just all took a life of its own. And on July 7th, 2012, just over a year after leaving my job, um, we went to our very first farmer's market and had an amazing, I mean, we didn't even do a, a panel to test, to see if people were going to like this. We were really, really rolling the dice here. We invested a, a fair amount of money in it. And, um, we were met with a great response, and um, that's when people started asking us if we had anything else. So, really, this has been a very trial and error for me. I mean, I've spent we've spent a lot of money on things that haven't worked, and we've spent less money on things that have. And it's just a learning curve. So, I figure if it's it's a learning curve, so I might as well learn. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm
0: learning as I go. Well, I love what I'm hearing about your uh, story. I mean, how your business came about, how you birthed it into what it is today. And I love that you've shared that one with us, man, because more often this has been a theme here at Today's Eating Women. That more often our idea comes about from our frustration or, for example, from a need. Um, And then when, when, for example, with you, you started writing these recipes for your husband and then you were frustrated with your job, went away and then came back and and, and created or made a dressing. A simple salad dressing that really people love and then you started sharing that one to other people and more often that's how this business idea morphed into what 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 it is so for our listeners out there, that was a great inspiration that uh, Nina just shared with us so let's learn from how her business came about how these ideas came about because sometimes we don't know we don't it's hard for us to sometimes people are asking okay how this idea how does how do we come up with the, the great idea it's all about trial and error just like what Nina just shared with us. Now, I'd love for you to share our listeners, what keeps you inspired doing this business?
1: You know, that is a great question because I'll tell you, we were driving to our very you know, one of our first farmer's markets back in 2012. And my husband asked me, he said, do you have a plan B? <laughs> and I said, I do. I have a plan B. But honestly, I said, failure is not an option. And there have been I can't say that there are many times where I want to throw in the towel, but there have been those times where, you know, money's tight or um, things just aren't working out and you just feel like you don't know what the next step is. And, but I, I always go back to that. What keeps me inspired is that I didn't start this to fail. You know, this was my journey and I want it to go my way. And I realize that there's a give and take to the world, and there's always that that balance that comes back to things. But but my end result in inspiration is I know I can do this. And there are days where I have to tell myself that over and over and over again. But what else am I gonna do? If I quit, I just start right back where, where I was. That that's just not an option for me. So my inspiration is really I want more than. Option
0: B. Wow, what an inspiring vision that one is. What an inspiring uh, story you shared that one with us. I mean, failure is not an option. If we give ourselves that kind of dedication, that kind of commitment, that we are there are really no better options out there that really inspire us to continue with our passion, to continue putting out there what we we want to offer the world what we want to offer other people that is beneficial and helpful for them. Great inspiration there. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners, what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from?
1: You know, I I honestly didn't know what these were until. Maybe or at least maybe I knew what they were, but I didn't really put um, didn't really define them until about a week ago. So here we are two and a half years old and I've been working so hard and, you know, every single day, seven days a week with very little break, because even when I go away, (laughs) I'm still working. My brain is still turned on even in the middle of the night. Um, So I, I can I really have narrowed it down to the three R's and i'm surprised at myself that i can look at myself and say yeah i have this because i didn't think i did and i think the first one is my resolve it's it's resolve my determination to make this business a success that you have to have that because otherwise you're just kind of you're out there but you're not really committed you have to have resolve you have to be determined Um, And then I would say the second R is resourcefulness. And let me tell you, folks, it is not easy because everything costs money. Everything is very expensive when you're starting a business. But you have to be willing to roll the dice. I mean, you can't take it with you, I guess. And I I realize there is a certain security to it all, but you have to be a bit of a gambler. And there were days where I didn't know where the money was going to come from for certain things but I figured it out and, and you'll figure it out. You just have to know that you're resourceful. You have to believe that about yourself and it'll, it will work out. And that's my second R. And my third R is, um, resilience. And seriously, I have been knocked down so many times and granted we have our successes and we're here and we're doing our thing, but You have to be resilient. If you don't get back up when you are knocked down and yeah, you can lick your wounds a little bit, but you have to get back up. You have to dust yourself off and you have to go back at it. You can never say die. Never, ever, ever. So my three R's are resolve, resourcefulness, and resilience. You wow. have to have those
0: three. Yes, I love those three R's and you put them so eloquently. I mean, resolve, having that determination to succeed, resourcefulness. I mean, it's all about being resourceful. I mean, we have the resource that we need uh, in our generation nowadays, offline, online. We can tap into all these resources that we have. It's just about being resourceful in finding them. And then resilience, you know, the ability not to give up, to go right back up when you are done. When you, because you know, building a business like what Nina just shared with us, it's not going to be always easy, and that's part of the journey. It's part of building a business. It's developing this this qualities or these traits: resilience, uh, tenacity, that will help us. So great personal qualities there that Nina and just I shared actually,
1: with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have one other comment on um, resourcefulness because it's so interesting to me. When we started this business, we thought we had. I mean, we researched everything from FDA labeling to nutritional panels, and we had everything printed. Everything was done on such a grand scale. And next thing you know, I get a question from a customer about our nutritional label. And I said, well, yeah, that's really interesting. Well, come to find out our printer had messed up our nutritional label. And you want to talk about just feeling like your heart's been ripped out because something went so wrong But yet it was so permanent. So we had to figure it out. You just figure it out. And they ended up reprinting us these tiny little squares to go over our labels. And and we did that for 400 bottles, tiny little squares, stuck those little tiny labels over our nutritional labels. But again, what was I going to do? Just roll over and call it quits because I ran into something that was, at the time, it felt huge, like a huge I mean, I was just devastated to see that something went so horribly wrong, but then it it worked out and we figured it out. It is what it is. You continue on and here we are. We're still standing.
0: (laughs) Yes. Great point there of not giving up, not being okay. You can feel disappointed one day, but you have to find a way to make it right, to get right back up and correct those because mistakes and failures are bound to happen. It's part of being in business. Exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, and I think that there's,
0: to this question, there are um,
1: personal things and then there are business things. So um, I have a couple things here, but my very, very first thought on this is believing I can actually do this. You know, I come from very humble upbringings. Um, You know, I was always taught to, you go to work, you put your nose to the grindstone, you know, you support your family. And I don't have children, you know, it's just me and my husband, but you know, we still have, that's our family. We support each other. And I was taught those very basic rules, if you will, of life. So when I started this, there was a, a lot, and I still struggle with it, is believing that I can actually do this. And again, I say it to myself over and over and over, because if you don't believe it, It's that's it. You're sunk. (laughs) So I say it to myself. I convince myself every single day that I can do this no matter what I'm faced with, no matter if it's, you know, our distributor went out of business and now I have to go seek out our clients and, you know, um, start rebuilding that from there, you know, from scratch almost, you know, so there's so many things that I don't necessarily know, but I will figure out because I believe in my business and I believe in myself. So I think that's numero uno that is the biggest biggest thing you have to have is belief in yourself. And um then the other challenges that I faced on a business level um really it's because we're we're a small company, not everyone knows who we are. So it's learning to be creative and financially savvy when trying to create your product awareness and letting people know you're out there, letting people know who you are and what you do and what niche you, you really, um, fulfill. Like we are happily, we're gluten-free, fat-free, all natural, non-GMO company. We have all these things. So how do you communicate that to people who don't really know who you are, but yet you know that your product is handy and it's delicious and it's good for them, you know, to use and incorporate into their menus. So how do you get that name out? And so we're still learning that social media, Um, you know, it's a learning curve again. So I'm going to learn from that curve. And then I I think lastly, the, one of the biggest challenges and this shouldn't come as any surprise is money. Um, you know, money feels like, like, oh my gosh, you know, we're running out of money or, oh geez, you know, how, how am I going to make this huge investment? This company will just cost way too much money to start up, you know, things like that. But if you really break it down into smaller pieces, you can do that. You can figure out the money will be there. You just have to be willing to look at your money and, you know, your earning situation and things like that in a different light and be willing to allocate it. I was super spoiled in a way. I I mean, I wasn't, we weren't, and we're still not, you know, we're not rich or anything like that, but I made a good salary. My husband made a good salary and combined, we were, you know, we didn't really have to think about where we spent our money and oops, we know we overspent one month on going out to eat or something. But now it's not like that. We have to take extreme stock of our money because we've invested a whole lot of ourselves in this company, in this business that we believe in. So it all kind of loops back to, I'm willing to take all, all of these risks and figure all of these details out because I believe in it. And I think that that's your key to overcoming those challenges. But, but just being willing to see that, You will have enough money to do it. Even if you have to create a smaller business from your bigger picture, you know, you have this big idea, you have to create something smaller to start, do it, do it. You will regret it if you don't. And I'll tell you, there have been nights, sleepless nights, not knowing where the money's going to come from. But then suddenly I wake up and I figured it out. If I can do this, anybody can do this. Trust me, we can do this.
0: Wow, great lessons in what you've just shared with us. I mean, those challenges and those experiences that you've just shared with us, I'm sure a lot of us resonate with that, especially overcoming that belief in ourselves that... We too can do this. I mean, there's a lot of mindset involved, and of course, learning how to get the word out there, learning the financial, the, the business side of the business, getting the word out there, promoting yourself, promoting your product, constantly finding ways to maintain that cost flow. These are all challenges that uh, that being a business owner um, entails. And but the good thing is that when we're sharing these experiences or these challenges that we have experienced in our lives or in our business, we learn from how we're able to overcome them so like for example with Nina this challenges if it happens to to you our listeners out there you know, know you do know how to deal with them because Nina has shared with us how she was able to overcome those challenges so great lesson in what these challenges Nina just shared with us so let's learn from them. Now, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling minerals. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business?
1: You know, and this is so interesting to me because um, I really have to look at myself and see what I've done. And I'll tell you in the very beginning, I didn't have a work-life balance. Um, and it's only really recent that I've almost unconsciously made myself have one. Um, just starting because you would think it'd be easy. I don't have kids. My husband travels a lot for his work. So there's really nothing that's pressing me. Um, you know, okay, I got to get home and I have to switch gears to take care of, you know, these home type things. Well, I don't have that. So, but in a way it's almost worse because that I'm not forced to switch gears. I am always, always working. And until recently, you know, in last year, um, almost a year to the day, I got really, really sick and, um, just totally run down. I got pneumonia. I was, I was down and out for a long, long time. And, it, it impacted my ability to work. It impacted my ability to tend to, um, you know, fulfilling orders and things like that. So I really had to rely heavily on my friends because I'm solo in this business. You know, it's just me for now. And, you know, from that point on, I, I found myself actually committing to, to making commitments to my friends. And it was very unconscious. I, it's not like I said, okay, I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of balance. But all of a sudden I started making commitments to my friends. Sure. I'll go do yoga with you on Tuesdays. That sounds like fun. And then it's sure I'll run that race with you, which led to me training for a race. And now I am, I'm finding it easier because I am committed to my friends to run some races in the near future. And those commitments keep me loyal because I know how I operate. I know that I won't let them down. And I know if I commit, I'm not going to let me down either. So it's a win win. But I I can't say that I have figured it all out. And you know, in two and a half years, and I have this great work life balance. I don't, you have to some days, the balance is completely out of whack. But you have to forgive yourself, you know, and say, Okay, you know, take a self assessment in a day and say, you know what, I need to be gentler with myself. I need to pay more attention to, to my my spouse or my children or whomever. Um, you have to really, really be gentle with yourself. And I'm still working on that. But that is a great way to, at least for me anyway, to maintain a work-life balance. Take that time out. Take the time out because it'll be there waiting when you get back. And then you can celebrate because usually when you take that time out, those challenges that you've, you know, put to um, put in motion to fix usually get worked out when you're not focused on it. So then you can come back and say, oh, good, you know, I'm relaxed and this is worked out or, you know, I've got to face that. But you come back with a better perspective. So take care of yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And that will in turn lead to you taking care of your loved ones.
0: And um, just overall, I think that's what creates that balance. Wow, I love your perspective on this work-life balance that I'm sure a lot of us struggle with. But like what you just said, we have to consciously and be committed to doing those activities that help not only with our physical, emotional and mental well-being, but also for our health, for our because the health, our health is the foundation of what we do, and without that one, we won't be able to build this business that we are passionate about in the first place. So it's really important to really take care of yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Forgive yourself when, during those days. So when you when you have when you're overworking yourself, you, you have to take time out, and you have to be okay with that taking time out. And, and of course, we have a business that we have to to really give time 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 with, but we also have other areas in our lives that are important. So don't neglect your health. Do some activities outside of your work to like what Nina just shared to not only invigorate inv- you, but, you know, it makes you, for me, it makes me even more productive and focused and clear when I get back to my work mode. So it's really important to find those time um, and downtimes as well. Great uh, um, tips there that we can all uh, uh, apply in our lives. So thanks for sharing
1: yeah and I think there's one more too that I'd like to mention is that just zone out. you know those times where you just kind of your eyes on focus and you just kind of zone out? I find that that's like a mini meditation and it it lets it lets my subconscious kind of flow a little bit easier. it's and and it's just momentary sometimes. But boy, it is absolutely refreshing. and and it's it's reinvigorating, really. So just, be gentle with yourself. Give yourself time to zone out and and don't be hard on yourself if it's not your okay, I was planning an hour for me. Well, sometimes that goes out the window. You take, you know, 5 minutes for yourself and and celebrate that. Be happy with what you've given yourself in that time. Time.
0: Yes, well said. Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success?
1: Well, I can honestly say that I don't measure success in money, at least not yet, because we are still very young and, you know, our business is paying for itself. But there are also those other costs that, you know, still arise that we have to invest in. And, and things like that. So, um, but I've also learned because I was so focused on, oh my gosh, you know, we've spent all this money, I have to make it back. And that put me on a, almost like a never ending cycle. It was almost like I was spiraling on that. And I, you can never get ahead with that kind of attitude. So, money is one thing, money makes things easier. But again, you figure it out. Um, and fortunately, we have a business that has been very good from the start but there are still those setbacks there are still those times where you're just like oh my gosh you know um but when it comes to success i measure success by the moment um even something as simple as i have made a sales call or you know sent a follow up email and i actually get a response i celebrate that i'm so excited it's like oh yay you know we're we're moving forward with this or you know this little somebody approaches us to be contracted with them to sell them X amount of product. Oh my gosh. You know that those to me are much bigger indicators of success than what our bottom line is. Because, um, you know, again, I, I can't measure it in, in being a a millionaire or a billion dollar company or whatever. And I don't even know that when I reach that goal someday, how I'll view that. I I think that's, I think the money is the benchmark. Saying, hey, I was successful enough that I made this much money because so and so responded to that email. Because all these steps have to happen before you can start measuring your success by money. So why not celebrate those steps? In, because I was on a, a, like I said, a really bad cycle of, okay, yeah, they responded, but we're not there yet, and I was, it was bringing me down on myself. But once I kind of shed that and said, look, the money will come. I'm excited. I'm just excited to have this opportunity to have this conversation with this particular um, account, you know, potential account, things like that. That to me is those are the successes that you celebrate. The money comes after the money comes later. And, um, you know, that's I think the money is the benchmark at the end end, end of the day.
0: Wow, I love your perspective on success. You know, success is being measured by the moment. What is that you feel at the moment? Celebrating those small wins, those small steps, those small opportunities that come along the way on a daily basis. It's not just celebrating those big ones. It's not waiting for those big ones to happen but celebrating the now what is happening right now even those small ones small steps small opportunities small wins I think that's the beauty of uh, being in business because there are these transitions there are these intervals in our business that uh, we 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 have the chance we have the possibility to enjoy whatever kind of wins that we have whatever that if we even just making somebody else a smile or happy—that's a—that's a win. That's a big win, and we have to be deliberate in in in, uh, in enjoying those moments, not just waiting for the big ones to happen. And you, then when it happens, then so what? So, love that you shared your perspective with us, because that was—that is, I, I truly believe that what makes us really happy is those that are that those are intangible benefits of being in business. A so great takeaway there. Thank now, you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past.
1: you know, being a, a female entrepreneur, I, I never really looked at myself as different than any other entrepreneur. Um, but I quickly realized that I am viewed differently because I am a woman. And as much as I don't like it, it's the reality. So um, I I have learned so much about myself. And the top three things I can say looking back at all of this and where I began and even just, I mean, I was a very confident sales rep, medical sales, very different than what I do now, but I was very confident in that. But then you switch so dramatically into a field or uh industry that you don't know anything about. It can definitely mess with your head a little bit and make you really wonder um, if you can do it and how, how strong you really are. And I think number one, is you are not fragile no one can ever break you no one no situation nobody's saying that they hate your product or um you know they they reject you in the face of a sales call or something like that you can't be broken nobody can do it i have survived a lot in my life let alone in this business i've you know bad relationships bad jobs legal stuff um money, making money, losing money. And yet somehow I'm still here. I've survived it. And I'm positive that the women and other people listening to this right now, I'm positive that they have gone through things just as bad, if not worse. You know, we've all had situations, but yet we're still here. So in the end, it's not the situation that breaks you. It's yourself. It's your it, and 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 it's so funny because no matter how hard, looking back at myself, how hard I tried to break myself with self-pity or frustration or anger or, you know, all those negative emotions that really mess with your, your head and your day, <laughs> really ruin your day, it was really just me breaking myself down. But yet there was part of me that was still in there saying, you know, I'm going to let you have this pity party. I'm going to let you have your meltdown but we're going to come back (laughs) and there's always that, that burning, that little, that ember of fire in your belly that, that just proves that you can't be broken. So I think that's number one is that you are not fragile. You can do absolutely anything as long as you believe it. So we're back to that belief again. Um, And I think the second, and this one, this was a tough lesson for me. Um, But I, I think I'm finally starting to, understand myself better and how this helped me. So I'll, I'll just say it. So you'll understand, um, you really get to know who you are and what you're made of in the darkest times. And, you know, whether you're sitting up at night, you don't know the future of your business, or you don't know where you're going to get the money to pay for whatever it is, or, you know, it always kind of stems back to those personal trials and tribulations of everyday life. Um, In the darkest, darkest hours, you really learn who you are and what you're made of. And you'll find that there are a million reasons that you shouldn't have taken this chance or, you know, that, um, you know, you, you you just dread, you, you dread the whole situation that you're faced with right now. And, You know, there's just so, so many things that you're upset about and worried about. But then you learn about yourself and what you're really, really made of. And that is absolutely invaluable in life for anyone. Just knowing what you're made of and rising, you know, the dawn will come again. And out of those dark hours, you rise up and you go, I'm good. I've learned something about me. And how to move forward again um, with this new newfound perspective, you know, whether it's how strong you are or no matter how far out of your comfort zone you get with um, in those dark times, that's that's where you learn about what you're made of and who you are deep down. And I think the third is um, refuse to be labeled. Um, I have been approached by people saying that I should apply for disadvantaged business grants and things like that and um, because I'm a woman and I I, I can't understand that I, I don't understand being labeled as a disadvantage for anyone as how are people disadvantaged you know I mean we have all the advantages the world has to offer why would we want to be labeled and I yeah, I just refuse to be labeled, and I I really think that there's um, if I want to be viewed as an equal, then I have to refuse to succumb to succumbing to, um, those types of labels. So, that's um that's kind of where where I stand on my my advice to other people.
0: Wow, golden nuggets in what you just shared with us uh, that we can all learn from and take action in today. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to know you are not fragile. No one can break it. No one can stop you from doing what you want to do. What from putting what you want to put out there. And then the second one is to get to know who you really are. And it's hard when you know, when. It, during those darkest hour, like what, that's when you know, you got to learn about yourself. You got to, le- but the best uh, about yourself, it's, it's going to come out. It's going to be your strength. It's going to be learning about who you are, what you're, what you're passionate about, what you're made of, and learn from those because those are the times when you really value, okay, am I in this for, for, is there a meaning to what I'm doing? I mean, it comes, your best comes, your best self comes out of the darkest times. I think that's what Nina is sharing with us. And of course, refusing to be labeled, you know, being disadvantaged, for example, as a woman, don't um, buy into that one. We all, I I believe in, and I, I truly believe in myself that we are all created equal. We have all the opportunities and advantages in the world. We just refuse to be labeled. Just don't listen to those naysayers. Just don't listen to those who say who rejects you or who says uh, negative things about you. Don't make. The, uh, don't uh, listen to those. I think that's what uh, Nina is just sharing with us here. And you know, all of these tips that uh, Nina just shared with us, you know, these are tips that we can all take action in today. So I'll make sure to have this on our show. Notes. So thanks for sharing. Yeah, exactly. Cool? Last but not the least, Nina, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you. And then we'll end from there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So our products, all of Doxy's products now are um, dry seasoning blends, um, different herb mixes, along with like an onion soup, natural onion soup and dip mix. Uh, Everything we have is non-GMO. It's gluten free, no MSG in our seasoning blends, no added MSG in our onion soup and dip mix. It's just fantastic. We we can really, really help people out who are suffering from celiac disease and they like to use seasonings, but you know, a lot of those seasonings end up with wheat in them for some reason. We don't add anything. We're very, very true to letting our herbs and spices stand on their own. They're perfectly measured and blended. So I, when I created this, it all of it being natural and gluten-free and everything was a very happy accident. I, I just assumed that everybody <laughs> cooked like this, but I found very quickly that they don't. Um, So we were all about making it easy in the kitchen. I want people to be able to come home, toss, you know, fry up some ground chicken, you know, and throw in a packet of our smoky chipotle and make chicken tacos. Super simple, big flavor. And, um, so that's really what I wanted is for the working woman, the working man, whomever they come home and they just need to make a quick, delicious meal. That's what we offer. And we are gluten free. So we can help those people that are suffering with gluten intolerances and non GMO and all natural. So you're not adding anything weird to your food. You know exactly what you're eating when you have our products. So, and you can find our products, um, in a, Variety of locations from California to Florida, as I mentioned, and those locations are on our website. But um, you can also order online at
0: doxiesfinefoods.com. All right. So that's doxysfinefoods.com. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. For our listeners out there, I highly encourage you to go there now, Doxysfinefoods, and at a minimum, be on their uh, email uh, list so that you can be updated on what she's putting out there. And yes, I totally, totally on board with using products like this that are all natural, they are gluten-free, they are better for our this are our better alternatives to the commercial dressings or uh, herbs or seasonings out there so make sure to go there now and then take advantage of this uh, so that uh, w- which uh, nina and her company are offering us so that's doxisfinefoods.com and can they also purchase them on uh, different so- stores
1: yes we are in um stores in the rocky Mountain region. Uh, you can find us in Whole Foods and um, out in California, there's Mother's Markets and there's in Oklahoma, there's Aiken's in Florida, there's Chamberlain. So we have a variety of stores across the U.S. that carry us. And, and as I mentioned, you can just type your zip code into um, our locations locator and find where we are. Oh, and that makes it always even... Free, yeah, yeah. Always free to uh, request our products as well. We're always looking to grow and um, get new placements so yeah
0: okay that makes it even easier to just type in your zip code and then uh, i will show you where where you can get, purchase them or you can just order them online i love whole foods i'll definitely gonna be checking them out there so for our listeners out there doxysfinefoods.com Nina, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life.
1: Thank you so much and all the best to you and to your listeners. Remember, we can all do this. We just have to believe in ourselves.
0: All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one After you listen to this episode, go to today'sleadingwomen.com forward slash myitunes. Step number two click the rate and review button. Step number three say that you love listening to today's leading women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as CLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite Today's Leading Woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my itunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my itunes.